0: what is going on people this is david Wright here the motor city hypnotist and we are back with another episode of the motor city hypnotist podcast
1: get ready for the motor city hypnotist david r wright originating from the suburbs of detroit michigan he has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the united states David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country, and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City hypnotist, David R. Wright.
0: We're here in the in the we're in the Motor City Hypnotist Studios in Taylor. again for for a bit we got some transitions going on but uh yeah you those of you on facebook live you probably missed the intro (laughs) i'm having sound issues so it's kind of like all kinds of crazy crap happening today so
1: uh,
0: uh i'll have to work on that so yeah thanks guys for checking in with me is matt fox as always
1: you know, just looking at the Facebook feed, making sure that it sounds okay. And Absolutely, you sound, you sound pretty good. Not gonna say just, yeah, you know, it is what it is, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, hopefully we'll, we'll we're
0: working on some. I well, I won't say it because we'll have to wait. But we're working on things behind the scenes. We'll we'll be back to to semi semi normalcy sometime soon. What do they say? Change is inevitable, right? Yeah, that's it. It's part right. of life. That's what happens. All right. Excellent. So let me tell you folks where you can find me. My website is motor dot all kinds of good stuff on there. You will see, um, I don't have previews or I don't have video yet of last weekend's show. I was actually back on stage last weekend for the first time in a year and a month. So, uh, that, that was fun. Um, it's, it's kind of a different world going into Iowa though. Um, felt like a, I mean, and, and, and here's the thing. Um, you know, every, every area is different as far as COVID goes and what precautions they take. And, um, you know, um, you know, I went into set up, excuse me, I went into set up wearing my mask and, you know, she goes, well, you know, I, you probably won't need that tonight. I'm like, I I just want to make sure I'm doing what you guys want because, you know, I don't want to assume that, you know, everything's okay, but, um, they were fine. They, um, you know, they said, no, we're okay. We're, we're, you know. So yeah, there's about a hundred kids there. We had a good time. So yeah, Excellent. glad to be back back on the horse, as they say.
1: Well, you know, <laughs> some folks when they when they don't get on a horse, you know, for a while, <laughs> and then when they try to get on the horse, uh-huh. and they kind of falter, and their 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 right leg it goes over too far or not up high enough. What was your experience with that?
0: I will say, as far as the as far as just the flow of the show, things were fine. The only th- the only issues I had I had a little bit of of. Um, couple of hiccups with the technology because what i do and and you'll understand this when i tell you Mm that many of you out there may or may not but uh i run my music through my phone which is right here Mm -hmm. and i run it through a bluetooth receiver so i just clip this phone to my belt and then i can just see my screen and i'll just run music you know as i'm doing the show that's fair um but there are a couple spaces where you know, I skipped, a I skipped a track and I had to go back and then one started playing and i had to stop it and go, you know, just, just, a, just that kind of stuff. And I, and I'm actually, believe it or not, I'm working on, uh, this is funny. I'll show you the difference. <laughs> I to lean away. So, so, you know, this is an iPhone, one of the newer iPhones, it's a 10, I believe. So, but you can see the size of that. And when yeah. that's clipped on my belt, I can see it great, but it's big. It's hard, you know? So i'm i'm transferring all my show stuff to one of my old phones i found in a drawer look <laughs> <laughs> the difference there it's called the back it's called
1: the backup for a reason you know <laughs>
0: well and, and this this what i can do the great thing about the small one is i i'm, I'm really i'm just going to probably just like I, I i can just clip it on my arm so i can just see it at all times it's not you know i don't have to bend over and try and look at it anyway Sorry, sidetrack for all you guys. Uh, this is Tech Talk. Uh, the, the tech Talk area. So you wanted a tech podcast, there you go. Ah, so yeah, I, I just worked on transferring everything over to this one. So we'll test it out this weekend. So I am going back to Iowa again this weekend, believe same, it or not. Same school? Different school, okay. uh, different different area in Iowa. Um, and uh, and uh, I'll be flying for the first time since this pandemic came, came over. So we'll see. All right. Should be okay. Well, travel safe. Yeah yep i'm back i'm vaccinated so i'm feeling secure with that Good. so yeah that started with how where you can find my website but uh, again <laughs> you can find you will find uh videos of the shows or highlights at least uh coming up um this is a three week three weekend run i'm having um and, and that those those videos will get updated eventually so you can take a look you can find me on social media facebook and youtube are both motor city hypnotist and on Twitter and Instagram, both are MotorCityHypno, H-Y-P-N-O. And if you'd like to support me on Patreon, Patreon's a creator site where you can donate to, to shows or to creators that you enjoy. Um, I would appreciate that as well. Uh, so if you uh, feel so obliged, I would greatly appreciate that and uh very minimal contributions and you know i always show stuff and since we're here in the the headquarters i'll show you the motor city hypnotist coffee mug there it is and uh, i'm wearing my shirt today too which i'd have to stand up and i'm not going to do that but you can see some of it (laughs) right there there you go yeah there it is there it is and as we do on every episode you can download my free hypnosis guide and my download uh, hypnosis MP3 Hypnosis for Confidence. All righty, it's time for the, for winner, of the winner of the week. Insert nah, nah, song nah, 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 here. Yeah, we, yeah, without music, so, <laughs> I don't think you guys want want me singing during the whole thing. But I could say that's how winning is done. Okay, go. so that's it. So Matt, you'll like this one. Um, the winner of the week this week. And I did pop in for a bit. It's it's a man cave happy hour podcast. Really? Yes, because I've
1: they I never heard of it. They, heard they, of it. <laughs> they did their one hundredth episode um, this past week. We yeah, we actually did. We uh we, yes. we celebrated the big one oh oh. Uh huh. We had, we, actually- we had all kinds of guests on.
0: I, I I was in for probably twenty minutes. Like I was kind of in between clients when you guys were on, but. um yeah I, I popped in for 20 minutes or so i checked into all of your you had like at, shoot at one point you went like seven people on, seven yes <laughs> on yeah
1: yeah we did throughout the throughout the 100 minutes um, yes while oh, we you did 100 over.
0: minutes for the 100th show
1: we did nice and, and uh jamie uh was uh had uh, was kind enough to bring a bottle of old fitzgerald 100 proof bottling bond um, so, and it was a hundred dollar bottle of bourbon at that. Uh, nice. So, but yeah, we really, you know, invited some guests back into the show to thank them for the support. And uh, we didn't just talk bourbon, we also talked about vodka. We talked about gin. We, we, it was a great, fun.
0: I, I, I know you, I caught part of it where you even delved into some vodka a little bit. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, 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 you guys kind of hit, hit all the bases. You had all your guests. So, congratulations to you guys. Thank you. Uh, and, and if you guys are in those of you out there listening, if you wanted a great show that talks about spirits and things that go on with spirits, cigars, and you know, it's called man cave. So man, yeah. man cave, happy hour. Yeah, absolutely. Man cave, happy hour. Look that up and uh, congratulate them on their 100th
1: episode. Thank you so much for that. Appreciate it.
0: Yes, absolutely. So man cave, happy hour. You're our winner of the week. Woo-hoo. And do, 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 do just wait do. for the music. do. do, do, do. <laughs> I see Alan checked in. Hey, happy Friday, Alan. Glad yep, to check Alan. in. Or glad to hear you. See you check in.
1: Yeah, Taco Friday. And It's
0: Taco Friday again. <laughs> Alan's a rebel because they won't do Taco Tuesdays. It's always Taco Fridays. You know, you can have tacos anytime you really can. Well, you know, what's interesting where we, um, our subdivision, they'll have food trucks come in every once in a while. And, oh. um, we're actually having a, I, I think, and, and my wife will correct me if I'm wrong. I think we're having a taco truck next Friday. Cool. Yeah. They just roll into the neighborhood, park, and go out and get dinner. Fantastic. Love it. Yeah. So so I will have a Taco Friday also, Alan. So, yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll join you. So, Alan, thanks for checking in. I appreciate it. Um, we are talking today on this episode, and this is going to sound – this might be a little bit bit. – I'm going to say clinical at times or a little bit technical. But we're talking about memory imprinting. Hmm. And when I say that, it's 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 you know it's kind of a vague statement, but but what we're talking about is how memories imprint on our minds and it affects what happens to us as as we move out throughout our lives into adolescence and adulthood.
1: Hmm.
0: Um, so so we just covered, and, and I'm going to go into this just as a start, and, and typically. A a memory imprint is is something that that is left an indelible impression in your mind, which could be good or bad, depending on what the what the event is. And we just hit on PTSD a few episodes back. And that's one of the ways that that happens is, is some kind of tragedy or some kind of traumatic event, whether being involved in it or a witness to it can leave that imprint on your mind and, and it just keeps coming back. It's, it's that vivid thing that's just locked in. It's like burned. in. When people use the term burned into your brain, yeah. that, that's kind of what I'm talking about. Okay. So there is a, there, there's a actually definition of, of memory imprinting or memory imprint. It's something that leaves an imprint on a place or on, on a place or on your mind and has a strong lasting effect on it. And then there's also their definition that uses it as a verb. When something is imprinted on your memory, it is firmly fixed in your mind so that you will not forget it. So I, I, a couple of things that I did that when I was, I was just kind of researching for this, I, I, I just thought of things that, like, you know exactly where you were at when 9-11
1: happened. Yes, I was in the beer aisle. Were you, you were in the store? I, I was in a grocery store in the beer aisle. Yes. Wow. At nine eleven, and morning. that's very <laughs> yes, yeah, and so no, but you know, it's very specific. You know exactly where you were, uh-huh. and was, it's
0: something like yeah, that. Yeah. And, and and of course, uh, the, the the tragic events of that day, and, and and everything being covered live as it happened. That that's a that's something that that's like leaves an imprint on anybody who was who was old enough during that.
1: Mm-hmm. I have to say that because it's been twenty years, right? Almost. Yep. I was, uh, sure. uh I, yeah, gosh, wow. Uh, yeah. I was uh, not, I was I was in the beer aisle. Granted, I, I work for a financial institution and our uh-huh. branch just, our branch just happened to be in aisle one, which was the beer aisle. So technically I was at work, but it's, it's fun to say I was in the beer aisle, I guess. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, it, it's, it's just one of those things where you just never forget where you were. Um, I nope. I, I'm going to give away my age but I remember exactly where I was and, and for some reason some some things are more I some things are more um they leave a larger imprint or a more significant imprint than others and that can depend on your your your, your own likes or your own interests mm-hmm. but I remember exactly where I was when Elvis died <laughs> really I was I was a kid and I was at my aunt's house in Ohio she lived in Ohio in Dayton my dad and we we drove down there to see her and and the the reason i remember it because she was a she was my aunt was like a a, like a just a nut like a diehard elvis fan and she had just had a a a mental breakdown when they when the tv report came out so i think as a kid that probably is what locked it in for me not that elvis died but the reaction of it that i witnessed So so there are things that you you, again that they leave that imprint in your mind and that can affect that can affect a lot of things especially if it's something that is um something that can cause post-traumatic stress uh some kind of a tragedy or some kind of an accident or something that you were involved in or saw um on, on the opposite spectrum though things that are also leave a good imprint a positive imprint so so this goes back to and and i'm going to use a couple of terms here that you don't really need to remember but i'll just kind of explain what they are the the first kind of imprint that we usually experience is called filial imprinting and that is when we're when we're born we have no we have no knowledge of anything we have no attachment we we're born like a clean slate Hmm. and those first hours of life, there, there is a you're you're imprinted, you're connected to to your caregiver. Typically, your mother, because she's the one who gave birth to you. Right. And typically, that's the first one that holds you. Uh, and they've done tons of studies. Um, and and one of the most famous ones was a guy named Conrad Lorenz who who worked with geese. Hmm. And he they would study when 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 geese were born from their mother or when they were. In an incubator, they would be attached to different things. The, the board, the, the, the ones who actually get, uh, were, were birthed were attached to their mother. The ones who were in an incubator would attach to people, objects, mm-hmm. something in the room, because it's the first thing they saw and made a connection with,
1: right? You're Just even
0: mother. as babies with no, no, like no evaluation of what they're doing. Right. Um, and, and, and I, th- there's a. I don't know if it's famous. It's probably famous cause, because I've had a lot of psychology classes. But there, there's a, there's kind of a famous example, famous um, um, kind of a kind of a, a picture of this guy, and it's not a real picture, but they, they talk about it like uh, Lorenz would would like walk around his lab with ducklings following him because they they had all bonded to him. Jeez. Now I don't know if that actually happened, but that's kind of the joke that you know, all these ducks will follow him everywhere. Um, right. So, so that's the first imprint we have. As soon as we're born, there's this connection with with the with your mother or or the person who ha, who has uh, well, it is your mother birthed you, but somebody could have somebody else could have raised you at a very I mean, right in front of birth, that's possible. Right. Um, the 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 other imprinting that we have, and it, it's it's sexual imprinting, but it's not the act of sex. It's not the physical act of sex. It's it's the attraction. Um, it's the process where where a young well, and I'm going to use the term animals. I'm going to include us in that. Okay. <laughs> because typically, you know, um, with a, a, lot of, a lot of studies with animals and, and uh, I, I won't get too much into that, uh, you know, the arguments of whether we're animals or not. But, but we do act like them. We have, we have the same uh, characteristics sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. So the sexual imprinting process is when young animals learn the characteristics of a desirable mate. Hmm. So th- there's an example that they they did a study with male zebra finches. So finches are birds, mm-hmm. and they appear to prefer mates with the appearance of a female bird that rears them rather than that of the birth parent. Hmm. So again, a, 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 an example of being born and then being raised by somebody different. You develop that that uh, attachment, that imprint to that other person. Um, it doesn't have to be a, a, your direct mother or your direct uh, birthing person, mother. It has to be a mother. That's what it's called. And then the other one that's called, and, 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 I, and I'm, I'm not getting too far into these folks. I know it's probably like I'm reading a textbook, which is where some, a lot of this came from. It came, sure. from, came from these studies. But, um, so the other one is limbic imprinting. Um, limbic imprinting is also described as the human emotional map. And that's where deep-seated beliefs and values are stored. It's stored in the brain's limbic system, and it governs people at a subconscious level. Now we've talked all well. This is a, it's called the hypnosis podcast, Motor City Hypnotist podcast. Mm-hmm. So, and we talk about the sub the uh, your your subconscious mind driving all of our behaviors because it's it's locked in there as a habit. And this is a great example of it. It's 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 this, this, this um, imprinting that happens as you grow up that where you develop your values and deep-seated beliefs. And, and it's not until typically, and it can differ for everyone, but if you think about it, most, most kids keep their parents' viewpoints until they're probably in the adolescent area somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then oftentimes you see them you know, and, and I'll use and, and believe you, folks, we're, we're not going to have, we're not going to have a politic war, but I'll, I'll just use that as an example. Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody's raised staunchly Democrat. And then as they get to be a teenager, they swing to the other side or vice versa,
1: mm-hmm.
0: or, or even things like, um, like food, you're, you're, you're taught. As a kid, you, you eat what's given to you, and I can't say. And even as a kid, you have likes and dislikes. But as you were older, you might prefer something else that your your parents might not like. Right, so it's right. that 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 it's that psychological development that happens, and that's the limbic imprinting. So so long story short, this imprinting this thing that I'm talking about it's it's these these images, these 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 um, ideas, these values that get locked into your mind mm-hmm. as you progress in life. So, so let's talk about childhood for a minute. I'm sure you've all heard the statement, uh, kids have no fear. Like kids are fearless. They'll do anything because they haven't learned the boundaries yet. And this is where imprinting comes in. Um, you know, if, if you think back to your childhood, you're probably, most kids are very curious. They, they, have, um, they have less reservations about just, I, I mean, for example, I, I mean, you know, small kids think nothing of just bursting in a room and starting to sing or dance or you know whatever and, mm-hmm. and as adults we lose that we, we, we get inhibitions as we grow older we, we, we get these self-imposing limits mm-hmm. um you know kids as a small child before your brain develops you think you wouldn't even think twice about touching the stove because you don't know it's hot yet
1: right
0: you, you and, and that is something. If the, if you did that, that would be an imprint on your mind because you would know at that point because of the pain. That's not something you do again. Right. So I, I'm, I'll tell you a quick example of, of my my um, when I was an idiot ten year old. We all. I, I grew up in I grew up in Southgate. It's a suburb of Detroit, just south of Detroit, and um, we had a our city. Um, and, and i loved it because our city had some great things for it it had, a, it had a it had a public library i don't know if all cities do but it had a great public library It had a civic center with an ice rink it had a baseball they had a huge little league baseball program there were actually 12 or 14 little league fields back behind the civic center wow. and in that area was this huge sledding hill like one that you would have to just like it, it, it was really it was really good Mm-hmm. So imagine going up on this hill and you would slide down it. But at the top of this hill, there was a fence that ran all along it that separated one side from the other. The mm-hmm. side that you climbed up was a slide. The side you slid down on your on your on your um, sleds or, right. or your discs or your plastic carpets, whatever whatever you had back then. Right. So on the other side of this fence, it was like. Uh, I, I almost, I'm not going to say straight down. It seemed like it, but it was just d- real deep incline that leveled off for about 10 feet. And then there's like this big, like probably had to be 10, 12 foot ravine oh, that had to be at least 10, 12 feet deep.
1: Oof.
0: So imagine that. So, so back to me, 10 years old, bunch of kids, all our friends were all sledding and somebody said, Oh, uh, um, I dare you to go over, I dare you to climb the fence and go down that side. Yep, jump it. Yes, who did it? Yep, yeah, you did, Me. right? Yep, I jumped over. I had one of those plastic sleds that you kind of just sit in. Or it's kind of kind of the one that you pull your kids in, kind of, one of those. Yeah, but, right, right. So I laid face down on that thing, and, and, and as soon as I pushed off, I, I knew it was a mistake because that <laughs> thing rocketed. I'm not kidding. It was such a steep angle, and I, I, it, it, at that point, it was just holding on for dear life and regretting every second. Mm-hmm you know i so i remember as it as it started to level off going super fast i'm like oh there's no way there's it's there's no way i'm gonna stop there's no way to stop it in that short time and all of a sudden i was weightless and then i was free falling and then bam <laughs> I, I land in the bottom of this ravine you know how you that that anybody who's had the wind knocked out of I you, mean, you know how that feels uh, i just yeah, and, yeah. and just my whole body was jarred and um so anyway, long story short, I did something stupid that that imprinted on me because I can tell you the story. I, I can remember every single detail of what happened because of the result of that story. So that's an example of something that you learn from because it was painful. It so was
1: something you- that imprinted on your memory. For sure. So when you say "back in my day," you're actually talking about the truth, right? When when you hear when when people say that "back in my day," that, that's, yeah. that's that's been imprinted on them, right? Yes,
0: <laughs> yes, that's that's true. Because right. well, and, it, it, and it's funny because um, you use that term when you get old, <laughs> because right. Right. there's there could be a lot of you guys listening that are probably 20 years old, and uh, yeah, it was back in my day. Yeah, it's, it's like a, like <laughs> a long time ago. So, uh, so goodness. let's so so as far as imprinting goes, the reason I wanted to hit on this today is that a lot of these experiences imprint memories in your mind. So, let's say, for example, that that story I just told,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it could have went one of two ways. I could have, I, I could have just it, it could have traumatized me to the point where I would have never sled it again. Correct. That that's one extreme. The other extreme is that. I would do it again
1: <laughs> like
0: that it was such a crazy thrill that i would be reckless and i would do it again
1: and so and- was there as you said it was a ravine, but was there another side of the ravine that you could have jumped over? Yes. So why that's why you wanted to try it again to make it to the other well, side, right?
0: That, that, I, I mean, if I decided that, that there would have to be some you, you'd have to set that up. You'd have to get you know, you have to pack up a ramp on this side, and you <laughs> know, I'm, I'm sure it would end up just like evil Knievel on Snake River Canyon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Again, long ago reference for you youngsters. Um, (laughs) So, so these, these, these instances, these things, these, 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 these events that happen in your life, it can either hold you back and make you fearful of taking risk in the future, or you might like that adrenaline and, and and then you might go to the other side and be reckless and take too many chances and be careless with your behaviors. Right. So, so the whole point of this is, is I want you to think about how the experiences have, have affected you in your life. You know, maybe somebody is, maybe somebody feels like they, they'll never have a good relationship. Hmm. And because maybe their heart was broken when they were 16 right. and Again, when they were 20 and again, when they were 24 and, and, it, it, and even as adults, we have these, these instances or these, these, uh, events that imprint things into our mind and it can prevent us from putting our best fel- best selves forward, let's say Correct. that either right, out right. of fear or out of, of low expectations. Mm-hmm. And it, and, it, and again, fear is really the biggest thing that holds people back. Mm-hmm. So we've talked a lot of, in the past about how we play these movies over and over again in our minds, and, and, and we accept these things as being our truth. And, and I'll go back to this example one more time to kind of make the point. My, I can I can play that movie over and over again in my mind. I, I know it hurt. I know I was injured, mm-hmm. but but it didn't it didn't doesn't prevent me from having fun now. And again, I wouldn't do that specific mm-hmm. thing, but but you could see how that could hold you back if you just generalize that. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't a sledding incident. Maybe it was something driving. Maybe you right. were in an accident. Now you have this underlying anxiety about driving everywhere, and, and and that's the important thing you have to look at. So so if you feel like these 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 events, whether good or bad, have imprinted into your mind and they're locked in there. <clears throat> It, right. there is a great way we can change it that that's what we do in therapy that's what we do with hypnosis mm-hmm. we can change these imprinted patterns and we can we can let you free of those things that have held you back or caused you anxiety depression whatever negative feelings you might be feeling from it
1: you, you know what movie that actually reminds me of everything you just yeah. talked about you know what yeah. the, the movie big fish
0: Yes, I love
1: that movie because you know he he told the story so many times and he yes. invested it onto his mind so many and told the story so many times yeah that he, he became the story right? yes and, so, and it, it became it was, his reality right right yes. right, right. that's then, a great call Matt and that's yeah.
0: a that's such a such a um i don't want to say it's an obscure movie mm-hmm. but it is it's a little obscure and it's fantastic <laughs> I, I love that movie yeah yeah good call on that one
1: thank you yeah, just yeah. Like, just you know the 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 imprinting and telling something, thinking yes. of something, playing the movie over in your head over and over yeah. again. So.
0: Yeah, and 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 that's a great point. If you if you tell yourself the same story over and over again, that becomes your reality. Mm-hmm. So you have to flip the script. I've said this before. You have to change the story. You have to change the movie. Mm-hmm. That way you can make changes and and really make the movie what you want it to be. That's the biggest thing. That's the biggest takeaway from this.
1: Fair.
0: All right, folks. We are out of time. Join me on <laughs> next episode. I'm not used to having I'm not used to having my soundboard, Matt. I'm like I'm a little, little flailing here. <laughs> so join us next episode, folks. In the meantime, change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, be kind. We will see you next time.